Joining us on the line now for a further analysis on the ballooning public sector wage bill is Dr. Azar Jamin, who's Director and Chief Economist at Econometrics. Dr. Um, Jamin, thanks so much for your time this morning. Good morning to you. Thank you, Sakina, and to your listeners, good morning. Dr. Jamin, can we actually afford uh, to increase our wage bill? I mean, uh, looking at everything that uh, the finance minister has to juggle at this point, um, you have dismal economic growth, you have high deficit, and of course many other factors also impacting here. Is 15% uh, a reasonable increase? Well, the point is that 15% is way above the rate of increase in the cost of living. And uh, if the government does agree to a 15% wage increase, then it will have to reduce the public sector, public service commensurately in order to avoid having to increase its expenditure by very much more than inflation. And uh, it would probably rely on attrition uh, as well as possibly some retrenchments to do so. And, um, of course, uh, Minister Nene has actually come out and uh, said that because he said it is unaffordable, but then, of course, uh, we see these wage demands being pushed forward. But, I mean, how would you advise the minister to actually traverse this path? Because uh, what should be his priority at this point? Well, his priority uh, from a macroeconomic point of view is to try and reduce the budget deficit to prevent the country's public debt from rising, uh, spiraling upwards. It's already increased from 22% of GDP six years ago to over 40% of GDP at present and is set on its way to rise to 45% of GDP even without uh, acceding to all these, uh, way, uh, these, the extent of these wage increases. If he were now to give way to a 15% wage increase, the public debt-to-GDP ratio would soar still further, and the result is that ratings agencies would then downgrade South Africa's credit rating. International investors would then not want to buy South African government bonds to the same extent. It would, that would result in long-term interest rates rising, which would mean that government would need to pay more interest uh, on its, uh, on its uh, debt than before, and that would cut its ability to spend on issues like health, education, uh, social services, and the like. And with regard to our fiscal targets, I mean, what can be done realistically at this point in order to make sure that we actually meet them? Well, that, that is one of the huge challenges at present. Uh, the two, there's two alternatives, really. One is to uh, try and constrain expenditure, and the government already last year suggested that it would, uh, its goal was to reduce the increase in non-interest expenditure to no more than 2% more than inflation. Or, and the alternative is to reduce taxes. The risk with reducing, uh, sorry, increasing tax rates the risk with increasing tax rates is that you then exacerbate the downturn in economic activity, and if you're not careful, you end up actually getting less tax revenue rather than more by increasing those tax rates. But it has been suggested that the government is looking at taxing the rich, those earning over a million rand, raising their top marginal tax rate even further. And that was Dr. Azar Jamin, Director and Chief Economist at Econometrics.